Hello and welcome to Grace Lutheran Church Sermon Podcasts. On this podcast, you will hear the latest sermons taken from our weekly worship service. Our hope is that you will find joy and comfort in knowing the forgiveness of God through Jesus Christ. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Psalm 46 Verses 7 and 11. That's the refrain from today's psalm, as well as the inspiration from the first line of Martin Luther's famous hymn, A Mighty Fortress, which is normally sung on Reformation Day. A mighty fortress is our God, a trusty shield and weapon. Some have called it the battle hymn of the Reformation. But when it first found publication, it was accompanied with the heading, A Hymn of Comfort. I've often wondered what comfort this gave to a pastor that we knew in Venezuela. Our family moved to Venezuela in 1989, and in our first Easter in Venezuela in 1990, we were wakened by a phone call from a local hospital saying that the pastor was in an accident. In the hospital emergency room, he was on one stretcher and his two daughters were on two other stretchers. I spent my first Easter Sunday in Venezuela trying to get his wife out of an unrefrigerated morgue. The family had been driving to the sunrise service early in the morning when his car hit an oil slick and they plummeted over a 30-yard cliff. His wife was thrown through the windshield of the car, and her head hit the boulders below. She was instantly killed. The car rolled and caught on fire. Next thing the pastor knew, he was being dragged from the car by his two daughters. It took a whole day to get the pastor's wife's body from the morgue. And the next day, a neighbor and I went to the accident site, and we looked for anything that we could find. The car was completely burned out, and we saw where his wife had landed, and it was a miracle that anyone survived. The incredible part of this event, however, was that I was told that a policeman had rescued a few things from the scene. This was amazing in and of itself, since in Latin America and most places in most countries, Workers of emergency are volunteers, and they strip the victims clean of watch and money or anything that they have on them, jewelry. But he didn't. It took a couple weeks to track him down to find him, but I found him on duty on the side of the road on the street. He was a traffic policeman. He brought me over to his car, and from the glove compartment, he pulled out a wadded-up, burnt scrap of paper, In it was his wife's wedding ring, an earring, and on it these words, our trusty shield, our trusty shield and weapon, and he can harm us none. The only part left of the pastor's sermon. The survival of this hymn fragment seems quite appropriate, if not prophetic to me, and its promises are eternal even in the face of a fiery crash, especially in the face of a fiery crash, and especially when you consider 
the later verses of the hymn. And take they our life, goods, fame, child, and wife. Though these all be gone, our victory has been won. The kingdom ours remaineth. In life we experience fiery crashes of all sorts. What do the powerful words of this hymn bring to you and me? We can possibly lose everything in one moment. All that is dear to us. All who are dear to us. But God's kingdom remains. His word remains. The word that we read, the word incarnate, Jesus Christ, remain. These belong to us in Christ. No one can take away from us God's word or kingdom or our salvation. No one can snatch us out of Jesus' hands, as John says in his gospel. Now, how is that for comfort? For the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Psalm 46, verse 7 and 11. Luther wrote a mighty fortress during a period that was, set, was seen as an epidemic in Wittenberg, the plague. A serious illness also befell Martin Luther at that time, and Turkish Muslim forces threatening the German borders were already in Austria. Further threats from the Catholic armies and theological attacks, both from Catholics and Protestants. In other words, Luther and the German princes were like paratrooper troops that fall behind enemy lines, entirely surrounded by enemies. Like the raging nations in Psalm 46, the Muslim and Catholic nations posed imminent threats. Pestilence and wars and rumors of wars abounded. The 1520s was a terrifying and frightening period for Luther. The, Luther, the Lutheran princes and the German peasants. So Luther chose the word fortress instead of refuge in order to provide a strong image of comfort and protection in the face of fierce enemies. Yet quite notably, Luther makes no mention of these earthly enemies. In a mighty fortress, Luther doesn't speak against or pray for deliverance from the Pope or the Turks or anything else like that. Instead, he views all enemies and whatever Satan may throw at us through the lens of what Paul writes to the Ephesians in chapter 6. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. In other words, other people are not truly our enemies. And along these same lines, neither Democrats, nor Republicans, nor Socialists, nor Antifa, white supremacists, Iran, China, nor Russia are our real enemies. Our real enemy is Satan. The devil who tempts us to sin, to doubt, to take sides, to despair, to fight for ourselves, and who tempts us with outright unbelief. The author and instigator of all conflict in this world is Satan. 
Satan is the old evil foe, as Martin Luther's hymn says. The Bible calls him the ruler of this world in John chapter 12 and the prince of the power of the air in Ephesians. The world appears to be forever under his sway and thumb. But as our hymn says, on earth is not his equal. He prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, Peter says in his first letter. If we try to stand against him on our own strength, we will fail. Pray that you don't become his prey. By the way, a good reason never to sing the first verse of A Mighty Fortress by itself is that it ends with Satan holding the day. Better to at least include verse 2. But our great defender protects, and protector is our Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is King of kings and Lord of lords, in fact, the Lord of hosts, as he says in Psalm 46. Yahweh of armies, the Lord of heaven's armies. Jesus is Lord, Paul confesses in Romans, 1 Corinthians. He is the valiant one who fights for us against sin, death, and the devil by dying on the cross to forgive our sins and rising again to grant us eternal life. By his death, he destroys death, Paul writes. By his glorious resurrection, he destroys the works of the devil, John writes in his first letter. Not, now not even the grave can contain us. Death holds us no more because every Christian will rise on the last day to enjoy life in the new creation, to enjoy your loved ones and the pastor's wives as well because he holds the field forever. In Psalm 46, the psalmist promises that God will help us when morning dawns. The Hebrew literally means at daybreak. You remember what happened at daybreak in Matthew 28. Three days after Jesus died on the cross, Matthew says, towards the dawn of the first week, Christ rose from the dead. He came back to life at the break of day. That's our break of day. When we rise from the dead together with all that have this shield and weapon against Satan and against death, because Jesus died and rose again, we Christians are not afraid. No matter what the devil tries to throw against us. Psalm 46 then says, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though mountains tremble at its swelling. And Luther's hymn says, Though devils all the world should fill, all eagle to devour us, we tremble not, we fear no ill. They shall not overpower us. Why not? Because the devil is judged. The devil's done. The deed is done. One little word can fell him. What's that one little word? Christ. Christ dispels all of Satan's power. Demons shudder and hide when they hear that name. They beg not to be tossed into the pigs that go over the cliff. They demand that Jesus send them somewhere else. Even the devils are subject 
to Jesus' name. And even the devils are subject to us in Jesus' name. Starting in 2020 and continuing on till today, this has been an uh, epoch of woe and grief individually and for our nation. It's been a tough year. It's been a tough two years for everyone. Perhaps that's an understatement. I mean, it began with an impeachment, then a pandemic, then civil unrest, rioting, looting, a contested election, a record-setting wildfire season. That was all in one month. But fear not. Fear not because Yahweh of angel armies, the Lord of angel armies, is with us, a refuge for us. A mighty fortress is our God, a trusty shield and weapon. Jesus is by our side on the plain with his good gifts and spirit, those gifts being his word in his sacrament, the means of grace by which he delivers to us the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation, won for us on the cross. No better gift can we have. So no matter what rocks the devil throws into our pond, and no matter how big the ripples may appear, or even the tidal wave, we will not be afraid. Christ has won, the deed is done, and he is with us always. He is our mighty fortress. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we will fear not, though the earth gives way, though mountains be moved, though the waters roar and foam, in spite of our loved ones who become ill or have passed. Though the world seem to be going to hell in a handbasket, though our preferred candidates may not be elected, though our nation's forests and cities burn from wildfires or so-called peaceful protesters, though our consciences accuse us of our sins, yet we shall not fear. Our victory has been won. The kingdom ours remaineth. Be still and know that he is God. Psalm 46. Let yourself be comforted by the blood of Jesus and his word of peace. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. In the name of the Father and Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. To know more about Jesus and our ministry at Grace Lutheran Church, please find us at www.gracealoneonline.org. You'll find additional sermon podcasts and your favorite podcast channel every week at www.gracealoneonline.org forward slash sermons.